You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Welcome back to Faster, More Intense for uh, the Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 4, The Gathering Storm. We're pretty sure. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Michael Cohen, and joining me as always, the illustrious Joe Hogan. Flattery will get you everywhere, sir. How you doing, man? <laughs> uh, good, good. I mean, like after this week's episode, mm-hmm. who can complain? Um mm-hmm. I will. Yeah, man. You will? Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> Very little, but I will. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I, I do. I, I also have a couple of little nitpicks with the episode, but I love that I, I said to Crystal on Tuesday night, watching TV, and I'm like, oh, I'm, stay, I'm, I'm staying up to watch Boba Fett. She's like, okay, I'm going to bed. I'm like, yeah, really not looking forward to tomorrow to find out what everybody's mad about this week right because like that's the that's like the the thing is like you log on to twitter and there's just everybody complaining about something mm-hmm. um and just like sucking the joy out of out of what i think is generally a pretty fun show right mm-hmm. i i if 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 everybody could just kind of chill out a little bit and i'm so glad that this week the only thing that there was really any chatter over the the last two days was the fire spray slave one <laughs> let's call yeah. it a controversy when it's not okay. really a controversy. um yeah like that's really it and and for me it's like whatever like i i i have a hard time not calling it the slave one just because it's been you know i've been a star wars fan for 27 years and uh it's been the slave one most of that time <laughs> And so it's just one of those things of like, I don't care. Like, I don't, I don't, it's not like, like, Oh, that's what it's called. That's what it should always be called. It's like, whatever. Nobody ever says it in any of the movies. It's, I, it's, I don't even think they say slave one in clone wars when it shows up. I feel uh, like they might, but I have to go back and rewatch. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know that anybody knows the designation of mm. it's, it's, it's no different than like, in in a new hope like the the millennium falcon blasts out of most icely and and they're like they just say a freighter right mm-hmm. and in and then the, in the force awakens they repeat that again with like the droid stole a freighter right like it's a uh, it's 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 not until sort of like like it's important that we know that it's the millennium falcon that, that mm-hmm. people refer to it as the millennium falcon so it's one of those things where it's like yeah no most of the time i think it's um I oh man, well, I think I think it was Marie Claire Gould from uh from uh, what the force tweeted uh if you if you lost your Toyota Corolla like you call your Toyota Corolla whatever you want right uh but if you lost your Toyota Corolla you would or it was stolen you wouldn't tell the police they stole 
uh, you know, dinky do my car. And it's like, uh, what? It's like, no, no, no. They stole a blue Toyota Corolla. Right. Um, so it's like, yeah, Boba's talking about it's, it's a fire. I spray. mean, yeah, I, I get, I, first of all, I have no dog in this race. I don't really care either way. Um, yeah. but like, cause like, I'm going to call it slave one. I'm not going to get yelled at for calling it slave one. It really isn't it makes no difference. Yeah. Um, but like, man, a lot of characters do say the name Millennium Falcon and like didn't ship. I don't know what it was, but it was the razor crest was the name. So like in an episode that was literally all about getting the ship back to me, it feels a little strange that they don't even name drop the ship, but like, sure. it's all also like a completely irrelevant detail. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. Not it, 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 it also, takes away nothing and and would have added right. nothing if they right. would have said exactly. the name for sure yeah if anything it would have uh, felt very meta that it's like okay everyone here here's your your bone that you're dying for to hear this ship's name yeah it really just kind of would have felt out of place i don't know yeah whatever yeah i it's it it is one of those things where it's like i totally get it like it's a it's a it's a a name from a, a different era when we weren't sensitive to how that sort of thing could, could potentially uh, be upsetting. Right. Like mm. I, I, and, and, and it is like, I, I think like that's the reality of it, but like I, I had said to some people online, it's like the, the, the people complaining, like they don't care. It's not that they actually care about the name slave one. Yeah, it's not about the name of a spaceship. What this is about is that, like, not to get too overly political on a Star Wars podcast, heaven forbid, but um, it's it's about like like they don't they don't like that white supremacy and sort of uh, these uh, these these. Uh, I don't know. So it's, I'm trying to think of the right way to phrase this, but like these sort of like, I uh, like dog whistle type of phrases and stuff like that. Like that, these, that, that, that stuff's now not okay. Right. That like, mm. they, that like, Oh man, we have to think about people of color. Well, that's dumb. We didn't have to before. And it's like, uh, Yeah. <laughs> we do have to think about these things mm. and we should have been thinking about these things the whole time, but, but we didn't have to before because white people were calling the shots and making the decisions. And so, you know, when people uh, did dumb things and named things, I, I, in certain ways is like, okay, you know, it, it didn't, it, 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 nobody called anybody out on it. It didn't matter. Um, I do think like slave one, I don't think is, is that triggering of a, of a name? I just think that Disney is looking at it and going like, we really don't want to have like one of yeah. our, one of our main products right now. Cause I mean, like, like at the moment, book of Boba Fett is the star Wars thing. Mm. That is his ship. There's a Lego set. There are toys, you know, like it, like, um, and he's not think, a bad like, guy anymore. Like he was yeah. a bad guy when this was a thing. Yeah. And, 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 and I think that like, they just like, they don't want to, rightfully they don't want to put the word slave on a product right this is a company you what you guys have to remember out listening out there is that this is a company with a really long history um and some stuff in that history that they're not super proud of 
right? Mm. Song of the South yeah. is something that Disney, like they're removing the Song of the South component from Splash Mountain and replacing it with uh, Princess and the Frog, right? Um, uh, just like retheming it. Same ride, but they're just going to retheme it um, for two reasons. Nobody knows what Song of the South is <laughs> unless they've ridden, like they only know those characters via Splash Mountain for the most part. Mm. Right. Like if you ask a lot of casual Disney fans, like like where the characters from Splash Mountain came from, they'd be like from Splash Mountain. <laughs> right. And it's like, <laughs> no, like which is fair because there are lots of Disney characters that exist because of the parks. Right. Mm. But but that's an instance of like, no, they're actually from a movie, a movie that you have not been able to purchase for <laughs> the, the closest thing in recent history. And when I say recent history, I'm talking about over 30 years ago now. I think I uh, would have been the VHS Disney sing-along song that had zippity doodah on it. <laughs> like that's like that VHS, like that's it. Yeah. That's the only thing that you couldn't get song of the South. Cause so much of that movie was like s- problematic in the eighties guys problematic in the eighties. So this is stuff that Disney has had to deal with as a company. Um, and they, I think that they have policies built around that of like, how do we deal with legacy content? that i you know like what this was created in a time where this was okay like where do we draw the line on certain things some stuff gets a gets like a disclaimer put at it on disney plus there's there are certain things that you you know you hit play and you get like a little screen at the beginning that's like hey by the way this was made in a different time and there's context here and you know like (laughs) be cool (laughs) um and then other stuff it's like you know what there's not really any value in us continuing to to promote this piece of content. So we're just going to get rid of it. Um, Cause it's like, like the Muppets, sh- the Muppet show has some stuff in it. That's a little bit like, Ooh, Oh guys. Uh, the Steve Martin episode is a really great example. There's, there's some Asian stereotype stuff in that episode. That's like, this isn't cool. This is not a good look, but I'm not like, I'm not like, you know, let's, let's, let's go after Steve Martin for this, right? Let's go after the Muppets. Um, it's one of those things of like, Hey, <laughs> it was the seventies. We know better now. I, mm. you know, I, if I'm watching this with my kids, we need to have a conversation about this. Um, so I, it's, I, th- I think it's just Disney trying to avoid that, that sort of a thing. It's like, well, we have the opportunity now to just, and I think the, the way that they've done it has been actually, very generous because they could have just renamed it right boba boba could have used a name in this episode and called it something different right Mm. and they could it could it could be something that we then get like a bad batch episode where we get the origin of the name that it's like something you know mandalorian or something kaminoan or something right that like that the name of the ship comes from but they didn't he's just gonna we're just gonna call it fire spray which it's been a fire spray patrol ship patrol gunship i think since Mm. 2002 right like when when they when attack of the clones came out and books and stuff came out uh uh, i uh you know in the era of visual dictionaries and stuff like that it was like oh slave one is a fire spray patrol gunship right um and like the whole backstory of like oh these were these were actually like uh, basically like space police 
vehicles and uh they're they're defunct now there was they were only ever this many made which is why you don't see it very often and this one might be like the last one right like they're like i'm sure pablo wrote that stuff and it was like (laughs) here's a reason why we don't see a whole bunch of these ships flying all over the place all the time um because star wars fans eat that stuff up right so so it's like oh well hey let's just call it the fire spray which i think is fine i think like i fire spray is a cooler name than slave one anyways i right like just from a i don't know just a just a i I, it's not it's not aesthetic when it's when it's a word but i don't know maybe it is but just from like the the i don't know mouth feel of it fire spray is cool like that's a that I think that's cool. Fire spray sounds to me like a like a hot rod, like a like a uh, like a Corvette or something like that, right? <laughs> it's like it's like oh, check out my fire spray, and it's like yeah, that's pretty cool. I I so yeah, I I don't know. It's it, but I'm glad that that is like that's the most kind of angry everybody got and and. Uh, maybe it might be because we didn't spend any time with the uh, with the Vespa kids uh, this week. <laughs> they were just so we, like, we did get their uh, older siblings, though. But. We did, we did, um, and apparent apparently that modder guy he like is some music artist. I I don't know Thundercat. I, so, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. I'm not I'm not I'm not in touch with the with the the the, the kids music. Kids music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry guys. Um cool. I like I loved that whole sequence. I loved that so much. Like all like just the cyberpunk uh components of it and just seeing more of these these modders and seeing that like oh like like this like the their their motorbikes and stuff like that. Like this is uh, and I think that they're called the mods. Like I think that's that's how they've been officially referred to as is like is like oh the, like those are mods. Like right. that's yeah, the that's mods, the yeah that's like sort of the gang name. Mm. Um, and I, I like what this did for the world, which is like immediately after last week's episode, it's like, it's not just these four like, like young adults, right? right. Like, it, like there's like a, a movement this, or whatever. This is like a subculture on Tatooine. We've just never yeah. seen before. Right. So it's like, I like, I guarantee these are like, these are the kids that, that like uncle Owen was telling Luke to stay away from. <laughs> right. That's like, you know, like go hang out with Biggs and Cammy and fixer. That's fine. They're just, they work, they stay they, away from those mods. Yeah. Farm kids. And, but then like, if you go into town, right. If you go, if you go into most Espa, stay away from those mods. They're no, they're no good. They're, they're, all, they're just trouble. Right. Um, little, little does uncle Owen know that someday Luke is going to be a mod after facing yeah. Darth Vader yeah um yeah i love it i i I, yeah man this is this is what i always say about star wars that good star wars like it changes the way that we see the rest of the saga right Mm. and this is one of those instances of like there's a there's really there's a great opportunity here now to take some of the storyline from shadows of the empire that's in legends and now like reintegrate that into the story um in the in the i don't know what they're doing in the comics right now i know it's been like the bounty hunter war or whatever i i but but if for luke to end up on tatooine like right before return of the jedi with that hand 
now and like to see like it would be really cool if we got a story of him interacting with this gang Mm. like like with some of these people like like for instance like like his hand could get damaged at some point and then he's got to like go get it fixed and to introduce like say this like the 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 guy who's doing the mods in this episode i don't i don't i didn't get his character name but um but like how cool would that be of like like see him like like a few years prior to this um working on luke's hand and then to have like the like some swoop gang stuff going on and uh and 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 have luke interact with that as well right like like i don't know i i love that we're getting so much more of tatooine that it's more than than like the two locations that we've three locations for i guess we've been to the homestead right we've been to most Isley, we've been to most espa and we've been to jabba's palace um mm-hmm. and it's sort of like now we're getting to see more of what this this and i guess we got Mos pogo in in mandalorian right but we're just continuing to expand out what this what this planet is like and the subcultures that are on it and all of the different different things that can go on um and there's more variety to it right like 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 even just the tuscans getting getting the i i like boba's tuscans who are this sort of like they they don't want to they, they they're not they're still warriors and they're still gonna fight and they're gonna do what they're gonna do but they're less uh aggressive than say like the 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 ones i uh, i uh, that kidnap anakin's mom right mm. um we're sort of it's it's kind of implied that like oh we've got these different even within tuscans there are different different groups and different cultures um, which I is I don't know I just, I just love it I think it's really cool. It makes sense, um, <laughs> like it's realistic. Yeah, it's just adding it's just adding more depth and variety to it, right? Mm. Um, I'm just trying to look up these these characters' names so that we know them uh, uh, moving forward. Because I yeah I I I really liked that character. Uh, uh, but you 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 talk for a bit. What was some of the stuff that you liked in this episode? Oh man, <laughs> I loved a lot. I loved seeing uh, Boba and Fennec catching up with the uh, Nikto speeder bikes. That was yeah. Yeah. something I wanted since the first episode. Um, that was—I mean—that was cool. That was—that was kind of a flash into the Boba Fett that I kind of expected from the show, and mm-hmm. it's because of the way he was in mandalorian season two i guess uh with just how like aggressive and just takes no prisoners and just no talk just fight kind of thing um so that was it was neat to see him kind of i guess uh get that off his chest i like i like that he said i have a couple of scores to settle and the first one was that and then he's like okay now we're gonna go to the sarlacc pit i mean granted I do think it's kind of silly that he, um, he, that the character forgot that he was knocked out by a Jawa and the yeah. armor was like stolen right off of his body. Like, what did he think happened to the armor in there that it all just fell off of him inside the pit and he got out fine? And I don't know. I, I don't know if that totally tracks all the way for me. Um, yeah. But other than that, I don't know. I think. Oh, it, it's so annoying because it one line would have fixed it. 
because yeah. if he had if he had just really simply said to her, if she was like, why why would your armor yeah be in the sarlacc? And for yeah. him to be like, I don't know, I must have it, it, it. I when I came out, I was covered in acid. I must have taken it off before. Yeah. But and before then, the the Tuscans found me, it, if if it's not out here on the dunes, then then the only other place it could be is inside the Sarlacc. Right? And then he went back in with no armor. Yeah, with the acid, and I was just like, what? Why every well, episode I, we have I think to have Boba Fett do something that is stupid? <laughs> I think it's possible that he went back in there and didn't go into the stomach. Right. That like that, that he went, he went down there. He just like, he, and, 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 and remember, (laughs) remember that it's not going to be an intact Sarlacc inside that pit anymore. Right. Yeah. (laughs) It's now we're searching through goo. Uh, So it like, I don't know. I, it didn't bug me too much where it was like, okay, he went back down there and, you know, he's still, he's covered in viscera, but not necessarily on or something, man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think it's one of those things where he's like, ah, I'm already all jacked up. Um, <laughs> like, what, what does it matter? Um, it was, it was all the adrenaline of almost dying again in that thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, it, it, I think they just wanted the excuse to go back to the Sarlacc to blow it up. Mm. Right. Um, cause when he showed, when he says, I got a couple of scores to settle and he shows up, I, I, to the Sarlacc, I was like, really? Like you really, it's not the Sarlacc's fault, right? The Sarlacc just, does what a sarlacc does right it's just hmm. it's just hanging out in the desert waiting for a stupid bantha to wander by uh and it's it's jabba that was like hey we're gonna we're gonna push you into this pit yeah. <laughs> um and really the score to settle there is with han not not with uh, yeah the that was, and he was also mad at bib fortuna for some reason which i didn't really understand that is one that is one of the things that's probably the biggest disconnect for me is that like there's this thing of like oh Bib Fortuna betrayed me. Yeah. And like, it's like in, wow. in what way did Bib betray you? Like I it feels like it feels like we're missing something there, but mm-hmm. I think yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It like everybody assumes that Boba Fett is dead, right? Like mm-hmm. that's that's the thing is so it's i don't know that how he could really betray you but i don't know maybe that like maybe there is literally a piece of the story that we're still missing that that we've yet to get but i i guess but they also kind of did that hey we're done with flashbacks wink yeah. you're totally healed so i don't know maybe but yeah. i i don't know i did think that was a little odd uh but speaking of flashbacks the um the whole how Fennec and Boba got together thing was just awesome. Like, I yeah. love that. I love the two of them together. I, every time they interact, it's just, just awesome. Well, I, I love that. I love that they they created the mods. Initially, it was like, OK, this is just like a cool thing. Like, these are just like some cool punk kids with droid parts. Right. Mm. Um, but then you find out in this episode that like, oh, they serve a story purpose, actually. Like. Like, how did Boba get this done to Fennec? Mm-hmm. And it's like, right. well, because they're because the, there are these people on Tatooine that this is what they do. Like, this is their jam. So he just he just took her to them. And, you know, uh, and I, I liked her like sort of horror of it of like, what did you do to me? And he was like, hey, it's the best I could do under the circumstances. <laughs> you <want? laughs> like you're alive. Um, 
I really love that scene by the campfire of like, like, like sort of, you know, like, like, uh, like here's, here's, here's the deal. I'm going to go, I'm going to go do this stuff and I'm, I'm, I'm going to offer you an opportunity to step away from the whole bounty hunter assassin thing, uh, to not work for these idiots anymore and Mm. to like to share in, in, in this opportunity, right? Like to share, to share in, in, in the riches of this. And she's kind of like, and he's like, look, I'll, I'll like, I'll make you this deal. Like if you, if you come along with me, I basically like pledge my life to your life. And mm. it was, it's almost, I like in a way it's a bit of a proposal of like, <laughs> of like, Hey, uh, you and me together, like, like this is, this is a good deal. This is, this is like, we, we work well together. Like let's, uh, uh, let's, let's go conquer Tatooine let's, and make let's it hang out till we're dead, which is basically what marriage is. Right. Exactly. So like, I love that, that like Boba's not a romantic and, and I don't think that Fennec would go for that sort of thing. Anyways, that's not the types of characters that these guys are. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I mean, like, I think that there's room for, for that to maybe develop a little bit as well, but, um, uh, like as they, as they grow, they could, they could, uh, open themselves up to that vulnerability. And I'd, I'd actually like to see that because that would be some real transformation for these characters. Right. But, I uh, but I like that where they're both at emotionally as hired guns. Uh, and loners that that it's like this is this is the closest that this Boba Fett is ever going to get to a marriage proposal, right? Right. Yeah. Um. Or he's like, I admire you. You are skilled. Uh. You're a good murderer. Um. These are all qualities that I really find attractive in another person. <laughs> um. So hey, do you want to do you want to just hang out with me and 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 do more of this sort of thing forever. Uh, and we'll be, and we'll be rich and, and uh, we'll, we'll kill people and it'll be rad. Um, and, and for Fennec to be like, no, nah, I'm not really, I'm, I don't know you. <laughs> this is a weird thing to be asking me right off the bat. Um, I'm sure that it's a little bit weird for her because of the whole clone aspect of it. And, and, mm. and I'm kind of waiting for that to come up. Uh, for them to sort of mention Bad Batch in some way and and, and sort of be like, yeah, she killed Ton Way. I don't think Boba yeah. would love that. <laughs> um, but uh, I I don't know. I like I think we'll get to that stuff eventually. But just like then later on, they're they're flying around in the ship and and for him to be like, so where am I taking you? And she's like, no, oh, I'll stick around for the ride, which <laughs> is her sort of reluctant reluctant. Uh, a, a acceptance of the proposal right um she's like oh, actually i kind of i'm kind of enjoying your company as well and then mm. the next time that we see them chronologically is in the mandalorian and uh i at which point it's like oh they're they are kind of like a single unit right mm-hmm. um and uh, and and then i think over the course of this season we've just seen that relationship develop into into something really interesting um yeah i'm really interested to see where it goes like especially 
like right now it's like we're in a time of conflict and 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 trying to establish this this family and all that sort of thing um when that's all done what do these characters do like like do they ever get to rest or is it or is it a keep fighting until the day we die sort of thing but i i but yeah i I I want to talk so badly about the the like last couple minutes of this episode. Do it. Well, let's Go leave, let it, no man. let let's let's leave that. Let's first talk about let's talk about Jabba's palace. Uh, oh, okay. And the that whole sequence. Um, <clears throat> I on one podcast that I listened to, they kind of complained about the about Boba chasing around a bunny droid. I I but I loved it. I loved the whole sequence. I loved seeing the I I. Um, oh man, what droid is that? The tor- the one that was in in the torture <laughs> chamber on Jabba in Jabba's palace in Return of the Jedi. Oh, EV ninety nine. Yeah, EV ninety. Yeah, just just uh, making some soup or something. I don't know. <laughs> I and the 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 knife droid. I I absolutely loved the General Grievous reference. Right, the, yeah. the all the arms going out and then the spinning. Same sound effect too. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so intentional, right? Um, and then it's like, oh, like if it was, we were right about to get that moment. Like we were right about to get the 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 fight between uh, Boba and this. And it's like, I think it's very intentional of like, oh, we've got this this droid with all these arms, General Grievous, and positioning him against Boba to sort of like in a tongue in cheek way remind us like, hey even though they're going to like, we're doing some nefarious stuff. Remember that Boba is the hero in this story. Like mm-hmm. Boba Fett is the Obi-Wan Kenobi right now. Um, but then to have Fennec just pop up and <laughs> take its head off. It was like, I, I know that for some people, maybe it's a little anticlimactic, um, but I thought it was a perfect Lucas gag like that's a yeah like that's that's an absolute like that's an indiana jones you know uh han solo type of george lucas gag of all of the swords and then just shoot it <laughs> um getting ready for this amazing fight sequence i i end up subverting that for for a good laugh um yeah i really like that it was almost sad when the when the when the the what are they called they're called leptroids right I I think I when it when it turned itself off <laughs> like <laughs> popped open its thing and flicked the switch I was like nope I don't I'm I surrender I uh, I don't know I thought that was good How, did you did you like that that sequence I uh I mean it was one of those things where it's like well it wouldn't be a book of Boba Fett episode without Boba Fett looking like an idiot at some point. <laughs> um like i could have done without it but it also didn't really bother me it was funny it was it was like a funny little sequence and i'm at the point where i'm like all right i just need to stop with my expectations on who this character is because before now i was not even invested in him at all so at this point i was just like ah whatever i'll just go for a ride Um, you know what i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna say something here i'm gonna try and reframe this for for people maybe okay if wrecker did this <laughs> we wouldn't care right but that we wouldn't have any problem with him, it for sure yeah. yeah um even even if this happened like let's say we replace boba and and fennec with wrecker and tech this sequence 
I think actually works beautifully, right? Like mm-hmm. I think that those sure. two characters in in that scenario and and so I think like what you have to remember is that every aspect of the bad batch are just amplified heightened aspects of Django. Sure. And Boba is Django in, right. to a certain respect, right? So when we kind of look at it that way, I would even say that if you got if you got this scene in animation with Rex, I don't think that anybody would complain. Mm-hmm. Right? Like if if Rex were like were like chasing a separatist bunny droid to try and like stop it from sounding the alarm through a kitchen, I think that we'd be fine with that. Right. So if we're fine with it with the clones, what is it about Boba that we think is different? Mm-hmm. Is there anything actually different or is it just because we've got 40 years of thinking that Boba is this strong, silent character that's a total badass and all he ever does is walk around the galaxy killing people, even though like he doesn't actually kill anybody. <laughs> he never, right. he never like, let's be super clear about something. Boba never kills anyone in the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. He, he captures Han Solo not really. Darth Vader captures Han Solo. <laughs> he tracks Han Solo. Boba Fett stands behind Darth Vader, right? Like, like imagine a world where where Boba gets there and Vader, it, for some reason, can't get there in time. And Boba has to stop Han, Chewie, and Leia. Do we really think that Boba is up to that task? Mm-hmm. I don't think that Boba, I don't think Boba can stand up against Han Solo. Because no, for two reasons, Han is crafty and intelligent, and resourceful, and he's a good fighter all on his own. Right? The Force is also on Han's side. I think, like we, I think we all accept that as a thing, right? That like mm. his his scoundrel's luck is not luck, right? Obi Wan says it in A New Hope. There's, in my experience, there's no such thing as luck. For some reason, the Force favors Han Solo because he gets himself into hot water all the time and he always comes out squeaky clean, right? Mm-hmm. Like every time, every time <laughs> he always talks his way out of it. I, so, you know, like, like how do you like against Darth Vader? Well, Darth Vader can deal with that. Darth Vader is also strong in the force. So, you know, I'm stronger in the force. I, uh, so, so obviously Vader can just block blaster bolts with his hand and <laughs> zip his gun away. But, <laughs> You know, I think I think Boba would have had a little bit more of a challenge with Han. So um, I, Boba does have more of a challenge with Han. When Boba faces a blind Han Solo in the next movie, he loses by accident, right? Because <laughs> um, the Force is with Han Solo and the Force is not with Boba Fett at that point. Boba comes out of the Sarlacc. He's a changed man. He All of this other stuff. Now all of a sudden it feels like maybe the Force is with Boba. But... Uh, uh, which like in this instance, the force is the story, right? It's the, it's mm. the narrative is, is on his side. Um, call that the cosmic force if you want to. I, I, so yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I think like we, we've built up Boba Fett because of the way that he looked. Um, and then comic books and novels and even to a certain extent, the clone wars, um, the, you know, Django Fett bounty hunter video game. Like it's like this stuff kind of built up the character into something bigger than 
even the clones themselves, I think, built up Boba Fett as a character because it's like, oh, man, just wait until we get to see Boba Fett do some of the stuff that we've seen the clones right. do, right? Right. Um, and, like, I would argue we've seen him do some of that stuff in, in, in this series and in Mandalorian. Um, but also, like, like, we are getting to see these other sides of him. And, and not to mention the fact that Book of Boba Fett Boba is a different character from pre Sarlacc Boba. Right. Right. Like, like, like if, if we're going to talk about that in a positive, we also have to take that sort of like, like that, that other side of it, which is that like, well, he's, if he's transformed in like these, he's softer and, 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 you know, more um, agreeable and he's got different motivations now, then, then he's going to do different things. He's going to, he's going to maybe not behave in the way that he would have, before those events because maybe before that event he would have just he he would have just used his his blaster i he doesn't have a blaster in in that scene right he's got the the rifle mm. um uh the slug thrower right but uh yeah i don't, I don't know like I, the, the, so i don't know if that does anything for you i don't know if that accomplishes what 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 i was I, hoping but it, just to reframe it, it a little bit i mean it's i'm I'm definitely fine with it either way, but it is something yeah. to think about. I don't know. Well, going a little further, because you did mention video games, I would play the hell out of a Boba Fett slash Fennec stealth Star Wars game, because that looks so fun that you send a little camera yeah. in, you map out the whole area. Okay, it's Splinter Cell now. We see where all the guys are moving. Okay, we have to quietly take everyone out, otherwise the alarm sounds, and then you have to go loud, and it makes the level harder. I want to play that Star Wars game. I want to play the stealth assassin bounty hunter Star Wars game. Like an Arkham Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, 100%. I... I if if find somebody who will argue against that, because I, yeah. I I I don't I I think that that'll be hard to find. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, yeah, Boba, I I like a, a a an actual like bounty hunting Boba game would be would yeah. be pretty cool. Um, I and, and I mean I know that we were supposed to get thirteen thirteen and all that stuff, mm. and who knows what that would have ended up being. That that was maybe more of like Uncharted. Than it was. Yeah, that seems like a lot of platforming. Or Arkham, I guess. But um but yeah. I yeah, I don't know. I it's it's a it's a weird thing because now we do we do kind of have these two versions of the character and it's and and I think because because some of the recent stuff, I mean like the the uh, bounty hunter comic, I know I didn't read it, but but sort of you know just just through the the grapevine sort of thing just hearing people talk about it it was pretty um like boba was pretty remorseless in it mm. um which at this point now like sort of thinking of when that came out and then this uh coming it's like well i i think that these things were on purpose is that we actually want to paint a picture of boba as having been something very different from what he is in the mandalorian era right um just to kind of even more so emphasize that like that he is different that and there is there's almost like an aspect of it of every time he announces himself as Boba Fett people kind of look at him and go are you are you Boba Fett because you're not doing Boba Fett stuff right and it's so for me it's one of these things of like I see the narrative very clearly telling us 
that Boba is acting out of character for the person that people think he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet like a lot of the audience, uh, not just you, like I've heard this from a lot of people going like, it's like, he's, he's not doing Boba Fett stuff, right? He's not acting the way that, that we expect Boba Fett to act. So it's like, to me, I don't have a problem with it. Cause I'm just like, yes, that's, I think that's what we're here for. <laughs> I think, mm-hmm. I think we're here to learn why he's not acting like Boba Fett, why in the Mandalorian he shows up and we're right at the precipice of this like throwdown between Mando and Boba and Fennec and Boba goes, Hey everybody, let's cool it for a second. We can work this out. And it's like, wait a second. That's not Boba Fett. Right. <laughs> and now we have all of this backstory to explain why. Right. Mm. Because he's to me, like, and I think that he almost like admits it in this episode. He doesn't quite get there to say, to saying it explicitly, but he's kind of like, he does talk about, I, I lived with the Tuscans. They made me one of them. I was a part of that tribe. And then they were slaughtered because of a decision that I made. Right. Like he doesn't, mm. he doesn't fully say that. But there is like, and almost because like, I don't think that he wants to admit it. Like, I, I think mm-hmm. that he he's, he's still all like on a bit of a vengeance thing. And he doesn't quite want to admit that, like, I got them killed with this plan of mine. Right. Like not, I would say not just like the stopping the train more. So the like going to the pikes, because yeah. I think that he like, he sent the pikes with this message. And then the pikes said to the biker gang, come on, like, you got to do something uh, or also, there is a little bit of an implication here of like a swoop gang took out a whole tribe of Tuscans. Are you are you serious? Yeah, like, she that even does, says it. That's unlikely. Yeah. yeah. So it's like mm, that's it's another one of those things to tell us like like cause in Boba's mind, that's what's happened. So I like what I'm saying about Boba feeling guilty and being like, I made this happen. It's like, and he still did, but there's also this other aspect of it of like there's something more going on here. Like the, the plot is a lot deeper than I think our characters are aware of yet. Mm. And I think over the next couple episodes, as, as this war starts, like, I think that Boba is under the impression and we've talked about this. Boba is under the impression that he's going to war with the Pike syndicate, right? For, for his territory. I don't think that he's going to war with the Pike syndicate for his territory. I think that the Pike syndicate has been tasked with taking this, taking Jabba's territory, more specifically Boba's territory for Crimson Dawn, right? The fact that there's some Crimson Dawn. Go ahead. Go ahead. You just mean for specifically for Kira and her husband, Dash Rendar. Yes, exactly. Okay. Okay. I, yeah, yeah um her her yeah yeah <laughs> yes her her uh uh, uh manservant uh husband dash rendar <laughs> i just i want to see dash rendar in this like totally like subservient like uh, uh as the as as a uh, uh, conservative extremist would, would call you know like a this uh, uh beta male sort of it would thing. be just, uh, like, dario naharis from game of thrones with Khaleesi. bingo Bingo. There you go. It'd be yeah, a very like, natural just... fit for uh, Amelia Clark. Oh my God. Can you imagine the, the, how the fan, because what, what is one of the things that people hated the most about the end of game of Thrones is like, Oh, you built up Daenerys to be this character. I'm sorry. Spoiler for game of Thrones. You've had time. Um, 
you've built up Daenerys to be this character. She's so powerful and she's going to do all these things and she like the social justice stuff. And then at the end, she just kind of snaps and goes, I'm going to kill everybody. And uh, to, to bring back Kira, first of all, which so many of, of the people who don't like that storyline with Daenerys are probably on the same side of like, please more Kira. Uh, to bring her back and to bring her back in a position of like, oh, oh, she's like, she's what we wanted to Daenerys to be at the end of Game of Thrones. <laughs> she's crazy. like, for her to be like, because I, I really think like, if that is the case, I think if, if Kira and Crimson Dawn are a part of this story, I firmly believe that the reason to do that is for Kira to show up and be like, I have... I have plans for Tatooine. I have plans for, for the galaxy really like that. Like we have an opportunity right now with like the new Republic doesn't know what's going on. I, the empire is gone. There's this, there's this ability for us to make the outer rim basically like a sovereign state, right. For, for Mm. us to, to have independence from everything else. And, uh, and, and, you know, screw the core world, screw all, like uh, all the rich people and whatever, like we have the power out here. Like, I'm going to make this a better place. I'm going to make it a better place for everybody. And then for Boba to go like, that's your goal. Oh, well, we should stop fighting each other then. Cause that's what I want to do too. Let me, <laughs> let me be the ruler of Tatooine. And, and like, and like, I'm like, I don't have a problem. Like sharing with you right if that's what we're doing i thought you were a crime syndicate coming in here to ruin people's lives with spice and whatever it's like oh no you want to do the same thing i want to do because i because that's what i think boba's goal is is like he's gonna bring peace and prosperity to to tatooine um and sort of i i bring some justice right for Mm. for the tuscans and for others um so I like if if that's the case, unless Kira has been through even more garbage over the years and is just hell bent on, you know, subjugation. She's just she just wants power and whatever. I w- w- hopefully we will see. Hopefully that's where we're going. We're gonna find out. But um, I mean, like I'm I with every episode that passes, it's like, come on, Crimson Dawn has to be coming. That mm. has to be the end game for this there's there's no other there's no other direction that this could go um the theme song is in the end credits exactly exactly the matter of time yeah i uh it's just this reminder every week of like huh huh (laughs) and it's in here's the thing it's in boba's theme which is which we now know is like because because there, Boba has two themes in the series, right? There's the theme that plays at the end of every episode, which is almost like he's not there yet. That's why it plays at the end of every episode. And we get, we've gotten hints of it in the flashbacks with the Tuscans, but never like the full thing. Even, even the dance around the fire, it wasn't, that wasn't exactly his theme. There was, there were things that were like hinting at his, his, at the book of Boba Fett theme. Right. Mm, right. But then in this episode in particular, cause like, I love the theme that he had in, um, I, Oh, what's the episode that he shows up? Is it the tragedy? I think it's the tragedy, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah. That like the, the one that's sort of the, like, 
it basically sounds like Boba Fett walking through a door and everybody yeah. being like, oh no, Boba Fett's here. Right? Like oh, that no. thing where it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and and that plays while he's doing all of his badass Boba Fett stuff in this episode once he gets the Slave 1. Sorry, the fire spray. <laughs> See, it's really <laughs> hard for me to like, to, to, to rewire that. But once he gets his ship back, it's like it plays. Um, and I love that theme. And I was worried when we got the, the book of Boba Fett theme that released like right before the show, I was like, Oh man, are we going to lose that? And it's like, no, no, no. They like, these are, this is a theme. Like that's a theme for old Boba. Right. And it shows up every once in a while to remind us, like, these are the things that Boba Fett used to do. And he's moving towards this new, as I've talked about, like the integration with his Tuscan identity. Right. Um, those two things coming together and, and, and integrating into one thing. Really interesting that the music that sort of, I think, is meant to exemplify that has Crimson Dawn's theme in it. Almost like when he when we get there at the end of this series, Crimson Dawn will be a part of all of this, right? Like Boba Fett will have joined, like rather than forming his own syndicate, his own family, like he'll have, uh, uh, he'll be working together with, with Crimson Dawn. Mm. So I don't, I don't know. I could be way off base and it could just be like, Oh, Hey, here's a little Easter egg sort of thing. But, but I do think that that's the direction that we're going. Um, speaking of theme songs, dropping <laughs> hints. Oh, I, yeah. It's time to, it's, it, it's time to 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 gather our allies and Fennec. I love how coy she is about it, as if like Boba didn't just work with Din, like yeah. the, like that didn't all just happen yeah. like a few months ago. Um, but for her to be like, I think I know a guy, and it's like, yeah, he, he yeah he knows the guy too. Um, <laughs> although I will put this out there just just on the off chance that I'm right about this. It could be that she's just referring to to like the man like the Mandalorian covert, not specifically Din, but just mm. like hey, we could hire Mandalorians, we could hire the the, um, like the Death Watch Mandalorians. Mm. So uh, getting getting I uh, I uh, oh man, what's his name? The one that John Favreau uh, uh, voiced. Yeah, Vizsla. I uh, but the the new one, the the heavy guy, right? From, from yeah, he's not pre. The, apparently, they're not related, which is kind of a bummer. But. It's weird because they both have the same last name, right? But yeah, um, but yeah, like getting him and like some of those other guys to show. I, and I mean, like that doesn't that that doesn't mean that we're not gonna see Din, but also like, I don't know. It, it's there's been some time, and we might find out that Din has actually been. Um, gathering the Mandalorians over the last little bit, right? That like mm. that he's got the dark saber, and uh, and Bo-Katan is like with that you can you can unite the factions, right? And 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 for us to find out that that's what they've been doing, um, and so maybe he's found the covert, maybe he's found the armor, and it's like it's like Pav or something like that, Vizsla, right? Like the the like those guys, yeah, f- from. Has uh, or have, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I, uh, yeah, and 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 so like you know, calling up Din means that you actually get you do get an army, 
because you get you get the the night owls uh and you also get death watch and uh, uh and you get din himself who is worth 10 of those guys um <laughs> so yeah i uh, mostly again because he has plot armor uh he's the the, the force is on his side so i uh, yeah i don't know i would love to i would love i would love it if din shows up and he's in like a very different place from where we last saw him that like almost to see that he's almost like overcompensated he's like because there's a lot of people online who get upset about like oh and then he gives grogu to luke he shouldn't have done that because they don't want to see these characters separated right Mm. um but but I think like what we also have to remember is that like, this is the, this is the quest that he was tasked with right. and it's meaningful for us at the end when he gives Grogu to Luke, but doesn't give Grogu, Grogu to Luke when he gives Grogu permission to go with Luke mm-hmm. because, because two things like what I just corrected myself on there, Grogu has agency by the end of season two. And I think that mm-hmm. a lot of people forget that, that like that w- he meets Ahsoka and something opens up in the character that that he had almost like been hiding right mm-hmm. that that all of a sudden he's not a he's not baby yoda anymore now he's grogu he has an identity and he actually like he's he's been making decisions and we've been ignoring that because we're seeing him as a as a baby and he's not he's actually just he's just young right but he does have agency and he can make choices and he does make the choice of going with Luke, but not without his father's permission. Right. Like he's like, mm. he looks to him and says, you know, I, I, I love it. Cause Din's like, don't be afraid. And Luke's like, he's not afraid. He's asking your permission. Like he, he wants to do this, but he doesn't want to disappoint you. And for mm. Din to have to make the difficult decision of letting his kid go off to college. Right. <laughs> um, and and he does that and so what i want to see is like i don't want to see like bummed out depressed in jaren i want to see yeah. him not reverting back to what he was before but him sort of looking at like like again integrating these two aspects of the character looking at who he was before grogu and looking at who he is after grogu having learned all of this stuff and seeing the galaxy sort of through this new this new perspective and going like we need to do something about, you know, like the imbalance in the galaxy, right? Like we mm-hmm. need to, we need to, to uh, uh, restore a little bit of justice and uh, hunt down the remaining Imperial remnant or something like that and, and gather the Mandalorians. Like we're, we should be done hiding. We're, we're, we're awesome. Right. And now I've got this sword and I can do that. And, and to see him, but to see him almost like, like going down like a different path because now that Grogu isn't there to keep him on the, the light side of, of, of it all for him to, to sort of have taken the power of this new persona that he has, but not to sort of understand the responsibility of it just yet, because we need a reason for Grogu to come back into the story other than just that. We want to see these two characters come back together. Right. Mm. Um, so yeah, like I, I want, I want to see him almost like, like warlord Din Djarin of like, and to see like Bo-Katan, like 
reluctantly serving under him as like his lieutenant <laughs> um, for her to kind of be pissed off the whole time of like of like of course like my lord or something like that it's had some title that she has to like whether she has to call him mandalore or not um for there to be some sort of like a like a ugh, i don't like this the, um, man this whole thing sounds like season three to me this doesn't sound like book of boba fett din this sounds like we're gonna get this with book of boba fett this is the thing is that is that we've been told that Book of Boba Fett is the next chapter in this Mandalorian saga, right? Mm. So I think I think we could get some of this stuff established and then just thinking non-linearly what if season 3 is filling in that gap, right? Mm, that that could make sense. Is is telling that story of like of of Din and Bo-Katan and gathering the Mandalorians. Mm. Um, cause it means that we get this cool reveal. If what I'm saying is what's going to happen, we get a cool reveal of like Din, maybe his armor's changed a little bit. Right. And like, and, and he's with the armorer and he's with the, the, the Mandalorian covert and they're different now as well. He's because here, this is one of the things with the hero's journey, right? Is that he has to return back to the, to the village back to his home with the elixir, which the elixir mm. was everything that he learned along the way with Grogu and becoming Din Djarin and being able to take his helmet off. Right. Mm. And he has to, he has to return back to the, to his, to his people with that elixir in order to make them better. Right. So is that the Mandalorian sort of tribe as a whole? Is it like, like what is that? Right. But, but I, I would like to see that. I think it could be a really cool moment of like Din showing up and it's, but he's not alone, right? He's mm-hmm. got it. Uh, whether they've got the cruiser or which I, I imagine that they do, right? Like I imagine, like, I don't imagine that they were like, yeah, let's just scuttle this thing somewhere. And, and then Din goes and gets a new ship. It's like, no, no <laughs> Moff Gideon took his, his ship. <laughs> so Boba gets to keep, Moff Gideon's cruiser and now all of a sudden we have this great home base for the Mandalorians to operate out of which is this this beautiful Imperial cruiser um that Boba was like afraid of right like can you imagine if if they they make the call in between episodes and it's like it's like oh he should be arriving any any time and and the arrival that we get is a is an Imperial cruiser coming out of orbit like it like hovering over Jabba's palace and then like a smaller ship coming out of it to mm. to bring them down to the palace and it's like oh dang <laughs> that's an upgrade uh, and it would be rad to see it's like if it's like decked out with like Mandalorian uh, symbols or something like that can you mm. imagine if it like it, like a mythosaur skull on the hull of a of a light cruiser right like that would it would look so cool um, like the chimera like like Thrawn ship right like just the mythosaur along the bottom of that thing. That would be rad. That would be so cool to see. I, so I don't know. That's, that's what this I'm setting my expectations really high so that I can be (laughs) super disappointed. Um, no, I don't, whatever they're going to do, I'm down for. I'm like, I, I have been along for the ride for all of this series so far and really, really enjoying it. Um, so yeah, I'm, I, I don't know. Uh, he might just he might just show up <laughs> we don't even see how he got there we don't see his yeah, ship he's just he's all just by there. himself um 
but uh, uh, I, I, I hope that I hope that he's not solo. I hope that he like we we see him again and he's he's not just the Mandalorian, but that he's got he's got a crew to roll with. And then we get a little bit of an explanation later of like, how did that happen? Right. Because mm. by telling those out of order, we, we get to have a, a wicked reveal um, and then we can go back and and uh, tell more stories. Uh, fill in the gaps. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I, you think you? It's Din, right? I mean, like it's it's got to yeah, be. it has to be. I I want it to be Bad Batch. It's not going to be Bad Batch. Uh, mm. I mean, obviously, it's going to be Din, but also I would like it to be Bad Batch since Bad Batch is, you know, hired muscle. Omega is his unaltered sister. Has has that history with uh, with Fennec. I don't know. It'd be neat. It would be fun to see more than one Tamora Morrison on screen at the same time. I think that'd be pretty funny, but yeah. I, I don't think that's actually going to happen, but I would like it. I If, if we did get bad batch, if that did happen at some point, and we've talked about it a lot, we talked about it a lot on the bad batch about uh, talking about, you know, do we see Omega on in book of Boba Fett? Um, I do think those characters have to meet at some point, whether it's in Bad Batch or it's in Book of Boba Fett or The Mandalorian, right? Sooner or later, you can't you can't tell us that you can't reveal to us at the end of Bad Batch that Omega is Boba's sister, right? That like like oh, oh Boba is Alpha mm-hmm. and she's Omega, right? Like that that's why that's her name. Um that she's an unaltered clone, so she is as much his sister as she as as Boba is Django's son, right? Um, you can't you can't tell us that and then keep those characters apart forever. You have mm. to you have to have those characters come together. But if we do see Bad Batch, I would love to see, um, because we'd be getting we'd be getting an old man version of of Tamura. And I would love to see that old man version be completely different. Like, like mm. I, I, and I don't want to see all of the bad batch. I don't want them to be like, everybody has survived. I would yeah. love it. If echo, sorry, if Omega shows up and she's got like echo and wrecker and that's mm. it. And we don't know what happened to the others, but like, but we know that they're not around. Right. Mm. Um, yeah, and 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 or or even for it to be like Rex and Wrecker, right? That like that after after the war, uh, Rex went and and found them, right? Because um, mm-hmm. we know that Rex is is about. I, I, this is the thing. I think we're saving Rex. I think that Rex yeah. is a an yeah, Ahsoka 100%. thing. Yes, I I with some of the crazy stuff that they have done in this show, where they're like, "Hey, here's your fan service moments." Boba's getting a rancor and he's going to ride it <laughs> like mm-hmm. and and Danny Trejo is going to be the one to teach him how to do it like if we're doing that on Book of Boba Fett there's no way we don't get Captain Rex in live action on mm-hmm. Ahsoka and we've got Tamara Morrison right like he's right there and we're just we're just <laughs> gonna we're just gonna put a beard on the guy and he's Rex and then we just be like yeah and he was he was in Return of the Jedi <laughs> I love that we live in a world where that is confirmed. Yeah. Um, I have a, I have a, 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 
one of like golden books, you know, like the little kids books. Yes. There's, there's a whole series of them of like, I am a Jedi. I am a pilot. Mm -hmm. I am a blah, blah, blah. And right before bad batch came out, they released, or maybe right after the premiere, they released, uh, I am a clone trooper. And in it, it's got, it has bad batch in it. Like it explains who they are and it's like, it's got Rex and it's got everybody in it. And it, towards the end of that book, it actually calls out that Rex was on Endor. Like it's awesome. it's it's in the a children's book about clone troopers. So like mm-hmm. guys, it's canon. Like the it the is. sort of absolutely <laughs> the sort of like little nod that we get at the end of Star Wars Rebels. People were like, oh, that's like a if you want it to be true, it can be true sort of thing. And it's like, no, 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 it's canon. That's it. That is Captain Rex on Endor hanging out with Han Solo's strike team. Like that's a thing. Um, it's only a matter of time before we get like an actual story that, that stars Captain Rex on Endor. Um, but uh, yeah, I, uh, so what, like what we're going to get that. I mean, like Dave's, Dave's going to make that happen for us in the Ahsoka series. I, which is the only reason why I say like, I don't think that we'll see Rex in book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. I, I like, I think that they'll save that. Um, I think that there's also a potential that they save some of that, some of the bad batch stuff for that as well. That like, if we like, if we see Rex that possibly Omega is with Rex and that's where we introduce that character. And then that's our reason for bringing Ahsoka and Ezra and Sabine and that whole storyline back into the larger Mandalorian thing is that like, well, because they're hanging out with Rex and Omega. Cause the great thing about Omega is that we can cast anybody. Right. I, I it's like, there's a great opportunity there of like, so we're not going to, we're not going to put a wig on Tamura Morrison. Um, <laughs> or should we, or should we? I mean, I think that we definitely should put a wig on Tamura Morrison, but that's to like, it a like a short blonde wig so that he can be captain. There we Rex. go. Uh, no, but I uh, I or Cody. We still don't. Uh, we still don't know. We still don't know Kenobi. what's happening with Cody. Kenobi. Yeah, yeah. Kenobi. I, man, Kenobi. he's got it. Yeah. Tem Tem's gonna have a good year. I think Tem's yeah, gonna have a good, good year. Good for him. I, good can for you? Him, oh my god. Can you imagine if he shows up? He's going. If he to. shows up. I'm if he's like he's going to. If he's with Vader. And I, uh, I, and and we get that confrontation between those two characters. Oh my god, between Cody and Obi Wan. Hmm. Like you, you betrayed me. Oh my god, it's so good. There's so I'm, much. I'm more juicy interested stuff in that here. than I'm in Anakin and Obi Wan reuniting. Yeah. I, I want Cody and Obi Wan to yeah. reunite. Um. Cool. Well, I think that's it. I mean, I th- we could speculate on these other shows and all of that uh, forever. Have they even started shooting Ahsoka yet? Do we know? They haven't even started uh, shooting. I honestly it, don't they? know. Because I, I think they're still shooting uh, Mandalorian season three. Um. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, I said we're not gonna keep going. So let's uh, <laughs> uh let's wrap it up there. I uh, thank you guys for listening we'll be back next week with another episode uh thank you joe uh for listening to me ramble about star wars <laughs> well every once in a while i got to say a thing right yet again yeah i <laughs> i yeah uh awesome 
Uh, like I said, thank you guys for listening and uh, we'll, we'll catch you on the next episode. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Star Wars FMI. If you like what you hear, you can support us in two ways. First, by heading to store.thunderquack.com to pick up some merch, or by heading to patreon.com thunderquack to kick in with your monthly pledge of support. Your pledge gets you early access, exclusive podcasts, and more. Thanks for listening, and may the Force be with you. Faster More Intense is part of the Thunderquack Podcast Network. Head to thunderquack.com for more great podcasts.